Lori from Las Reinas. And this is Aida. And you'll be listening to the, what's the name of the show again? The Queer Dating Pit. That's right. And we're going to be talking about the good, the bad. And all the ugly in queer dating. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Queer Dating Pit, uh, is what we've called us. Um, and this is your host, Aida. Hey, guys. And Lori. <laughs> What's and, up? And we have a guest today. Cerisa. Um, not Cerveza, not Teresa, Cerisa. We're going to emphasize the A. Cerisa. You say it. Right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Sarisa. Sarissa. Yeah. Sarissa. Sarissa. Oh, I got it. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to say it because I'm going to say it the way I want to say it. Sarissa. <laughs> so this is my first time meeting you, Sarissa. And um, so so here's my first impression of you. You're like hardcore 4 a.m. Um, lifting, doing some sort of Pilates, um, beating people up with your smile. And... Um, I don't know. That's my first impression. <laughs> definitely not 4 a.m. She's, she's doing I'm protein definitely. shakes between noon and uh dinner. That I am. 4 a.m. Uh, I aspire to be that person one day, okay. but I don't think that's ever gonna happen. But um, I am. I am a personal trainer. I do bodybuild. I compete nationally. Um. Fitness is like one of the biggest parts of my life. That's awesome. Yeah, I like helping other people, you know, help them. I'm her client. <laughs> one of her clients. Uh, do you do Zoom meetings? Because I have like a wedding coming up. I may need uh, your services from a if distance. If you want to do Zoom, we can do Zoom. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I, I, I have plantar fasciitis, a bad knee, and um, an intolerance to a lot of food. So just be be kind to me. Okay, yeah. Well, with nutrition, too, I, I do also do nutrition stuff as well. Um, I don't do Pilates, though. Okay. <laughs> I should, probably, because it's good for you, but no. Um, I don't know anything about Pilates. But as far as, you know, fluctuating with weight, toning your body, gaining weight, like gaining muscle, or so far as, like, losing body fat, you know, I can transform your body and, like, Okay, so you don't do Pilates. <laughs> I don't do Pilates, but Pilates right. are good for you. So what is Pilates? Sorry, we just like straight up jumped in here about like healthcare and health. It's more so like I want to say like a lot of core strength stretching. Okay. I really don't have much knowledge of that, so I can't really speak on that. Gotcha. Um, as far as anything else, as far as strength training and you know sports training, things like that. I have a lot of knowledge. Awesome. Lori, hi. Hi. What's going on? <laughs> uh, other than being killed by Sarisa. <laughs> so I just wanted to say it in my Latin. Ibuprofen. Um, I'm good. Good. You know, just always looking forward to our chats on Wednesdays. And, uh, you know, having Sarisa on as a guest. I look forward to hearing what she has to say about, you know, dating and, um, you know, and as a personal trainer, and since I've been working out at the gym where she works at, 
there's some cuties. So I'm just like, okay, like, how is it as a, you know, my curious mind, because you know, I'm always curious. It's like, how is it being a personal trainer and having a hottie as a client maybe, or, or just hotties at the gym? Like, you know, do you, do you get to pick up girls and that's a no go or are you, you know, gay? Like so I'm looking forward to having all this chat with Teresa today. <laughs> I'm like, Hi. is she even gay? Did she just out her on like public radio? Oh, hello. She's on the queer dating pit. We are all queer. Hey, no, we have allies. We also have allies, Lori. Very true. But no, no. She's she's very uh, much. She's very much queer. Very much so. Okay. Um, for me, I get um, I'm intimidating a lot. So as far as people like trying to talk to me at the gym, most people don't try and talk to me like you see how people are friendly with me in the gym but that's more so because i've known most of these people for like years but like regulars like they don't like they'll watch me they'll be like oh she's crazy oh look at what she's doing you know but never i get all the time that i'm unapproachable i don't know how because i'm a very sweet person maybe it's i guess ada from your first impression would you feel that Sarisa was intimidating? Yes. Or yes. Is it, is, it, is it the muscles? <laughs> no, it it's, the like eyebrows. it's the eyebrows. It's the eyebrows. It's the eyebrows. I'll tell you why. Because I used to get that shit all the time, too. And I'm like, what is it about my face? Like, do I have constant resting bitch face? And then I realized that it's it's my fucking eyebrows. Um, <laughs> that I, it gives that illusion that, like, I'm pissed, you know, or, like, don't fuck with me kind of thing, you know? Like you might Wait, hurt I me. Need, that I, that's I a need face those you eyebrows have. Then. <laughs> that thing, people wouldn't fuck with me. <laughs> Beware! No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm I'm I lying. Know. It's not the eyebrows. Your eyebrows are fine. Um, I think it's just like, maybe the tats and like, and like you know, like if you weren't smiling, so like you know, it was just you look serious, like um, fuck you up kind of thing. But that might be something that pe- some people are into, you know. So. It's very rare for me, which is which I find strange all the time. And my friends tell me too. like my friends are like, you're so you're in, like to others, you're intimidating. I'm like, but I don't even understand that because once I open my mouth, I'm so nice. I'm welcoming. I have good energy. But first, I don't know. I really don't. Which is crazy, but I rarely get hit on. Like, it's weird. That's great. So, Ada, let me ask you a question. So. How do you feel about if somebody says you're intimidating? What do, what do you what is that reflection on that person? I wanted to get your input on that because like me and Sarisa talk about this here and there. And so if somebody says, you know, I I can't talk to you or I, I've never approached you because you're intimidating. What what do you think that person is actually saying or feeling or I think they're reflecting. You know? I think they're reflecting whatever insecurities they have. Amen. Yes. And they're just okay, mirroring so that shit on you. That's three of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. I mean, I I, I, I agree. I agree. Deflecting? Reflecting? You know what I mean, right? Like, they're, like oh, that's yes, their, okay. your own shit that you need to work through. Um, because at the end of the day, like, if you don't have the ma- emotional intelligence, right, Dang, and maturity, maturity. <laughs> to... Um, like to get past your fears or whatever intimidations you might have, then like, I don't need to be with you. I don't need you around. You know, I need people that, that know what they want, what they know, whatever, like at least have some sort of guidance as to like, you know, especially like if it's a romantic partner, you know, um, 
Yeah. You want them to know where the fuck they're going or at least like maybe over there, you know, like at least have a, a maybe some sort of foresight. But yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people find me intimidating at the clubs and stuff because they say that I look mean sometimes, but. I don't think so. You just I have that mean, boss. I always got this big ass smile on my face. You have like, a boss okay. bitch face. That's a thing. I do have a resting bitch. No, face, no, no, really? boss, boss bitch. That's not a bad oh, thing. Boss bitch. Also, oh, so I would be intimidating to somebody who wouldn't be able to handle a boss bitch. Ow. <laughs> exactly. I think, I think with all of that is being said is very much true. But also, when people are confident within themselves, maybe that's what intimidates people. Because the way you carry yourself, you know, um, like when people say that to me, I kind of take it as like, all right, I'm intimidating. Why? Because I'm confident in who I am or I'm confident with the way that I am or how I dress or how I look because, you know, granted right now I'm in like a wife beater and gym clothes, but like (laughs) when I get dressed, I'm like dressed like funky. I'm But even in your wife beater and your tattoos and your chain and stuff, you still killing it, right? You still feeling good about yourself. Like, right. hello, I'm here with a like, wait, look, look at my shirt. It says kiss more girls because, you know, I'm just so I fucking agree. gay. You should. It's my PJ shirt, but I still feel fabulous. I'm like, right. you know, and my hair is just. But your confidence should have nothing to do with your clothing, right? Like it's something you no, wear on the I inside. Know, but it's, it's within, right? But mm-hmm. you know how people take it. Like if you're looking really bummy, some yeah. people feel like, Oh, I look like sh- they don't they don't let their confidence protrude out because their outfits are not cool. But I could walk down the street in my pajama shirt and be like, you know, I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> but do you think that that's right? something unlike other people like um, like they're again, the um, deflecting or reflecting ra- rather um, their own BS on you? like judging people by the way they dress or by the shoes they you know they wear or whatever i have friends who are like loaded like they own a bunch of homes they're they're financially set right and you wouldn't know by the way they they dress or by the car they drive or by the shoes maybe by their shoes but you know they go out shopping sometimes and like they get looked at or they get weird looks or like they don't get the attention because of the you know whatever so do you think that like when we're looking for partners maybe we're judging um based on you know vanity and things like that some people I feel some people do some people absolutely but again that goes with what like confidence like even if i don't care if i went and got a target shirt for five dollars i'm gonna rock that five dollar yeah, like it's shirt versace with, yeah you know what i'm saying like it doesn't really matter what you're wearing it's 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 who you are it's the energy that flows mm-hmm. out of you you know like I feel that, well, myself per se, shall I say, for myself, I go with energy. I don't go off of looks or what you're wearing or, you know, like, I want to be able to have an intellectual conversation with you. I want I want you to challenge my thoughts. I don't want you to, yes, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, and yes me to death. Like, no, <laughs> challenge me, you know what I mean? Like, push me or give me some type of knowledge that I don't know or let me give you knowledge that you don't know, but like, it's all about like energy, energy exchange, you know, per se. For sure. You know, you can, I can have on $2,000 pair of shoes and not know a damn thing about any type of energy or any type of happiness or, 
you know, money isn't always going to make you happy. Money is there and money can come and go, exactly. you know, but people don't. And the same thing goes for, for bills, money bills are there every month. Like don't let your, I'm deflecting now and, and digressing, but, um, you know, don't, don't let that be, uh, whatever. Don't pay mind to me. Um, Sirisa, do you know Crystal Iglesias? She might go by other names, but she's a bodybuilder. She had her own like uh, cross fitness thing. It's hard to tell from here. Um, I don't. I've probably seen her on Instagram or something, but I I've done like um, you know, like I go to a lot of like the Arnold sports shows and uh. like, the bodybuilding competitions. As you can see behind me, boom, are my trophies. Some of from my shows hanging on my wall. Shout out to Crystal. She um, she let me um, she she gave me some freebies at her gym, um, a while back. She's she's Dominican. She had her own um thing, I think, in Hackensack or somewhere North Jersey. I don't know if it's still open after COVID. Um, but um, but she's pretty dope. She has good energy, good vibes. Right. That and that's like what it's about. I feel like you know. I feel. I'm more attracted to vibes. I'm more like, and that's within friends, within people that I meet, just exchanging energy with people. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to talk. You know, I always want to talk. So now that we have Cerise on and she's talking about energies and stuff like that. So, you know, recently, last about a week ago, every week, and, you know, my Las Reinas page, I put something up for Queer Dating Pick. And we talk about a subject, which I've been slacking this week. But that's because Teresa got me working out every day. (laughs) But so based on like energy and vibe and all that, what do you feel about like when, how do you feel if you're left on like read or seen, which is what the subject was, or like being ghosted by someone that you have been interested in? Or even if it's just like, it could be even a friend. Have you experienced that? And like, what is your, in, like, what, what does it make you feel? And if you had any suggestions, like, how do you cope with it? Um, okay. That definitely has happened to me. Um, I feel that people who aren't ready should not insinuate or try to, let's say, be friendly right? Because you're not going to automatically jump into dating. You're not going to automatically just be like, oh my God, like this is my person, but like, don't insinuate and, you know, show somebody a side of you like, oh, hey, you know, like I'm into you. I'm interested. I would like to, you know, hang out. I want to talk, you know, conversation through text, like don't message me or like my pictures and either send me a message and then I answer and you don't respond. Like you're online, we see it. Everybody sees it. You know, so how, it, how does that make you feel? Though? Like feel when like, that happens, it what makes, is the feeling you feel? It makes me feel bothered because I feel like people are playing with my time and my energy. You Very know, true. as a as a person who has been through a lot, you know. Um, I was in a very long, well, not extremely long, but. A marriage that went through a lot of things, you know, so as a person in any relationship, whether it's marriage or just dating for however long, you know, you build this bond with somebody that, 
you know, you share your life with pretty much. And when you lose trust for me, it's like, I lost so much trust. And like, I finally built myself to be this person who found herself again. Right. Who was like, you know what? I got this. I'm strong. I'm not going to go jumping into dating, but like when somebody's interested and I was kind of interested and I was talking, it kind of made me feel some type of way. Cause it was just like, you know, you're, you know, as a person, when I speak to you, the things that I've been through. So, you know, the type of person that I am and knowing the type of person that I am to even like mess up a friendship at that, because we, we could have just potentially been, been friends, you know, like, but to lead me into believing that like you want to hang out or, you know, um, it's not a good feeling because it makes you like, feel like, okay, did I do something? Like, did I do something wrong? Did I make you feel some type of way? But then again, like you said, it's a reflection, you know, um, you obviously are the one who's insecure and not like not ready to, you know, open yourself. Or just somebody. Play, they're just playing games. Right? Or playing games. You could right, be playing games. Yeah, I, I highly agree. Some people and out there just also, you know, but there are some people out there who do, you know, I'm not going to say people that I've spoken to, but, you know, there are some people in general out there that are, you know, thinking about dating, but they've, you know, just aren't really ready and they don't know if they want to keep that person or let them go. So they keep that little. So selfish. You know, like It's like a tug of war. It's like, I'm going to give you just enough so you don't walk away and stay interested, but I'm also going to pull back just enough so you don't think that like. Um, your yo-yo effect. But then that's also, I feel like if, if you know what you want, you should be able to recognize when that happens and like decide whether you want to stay there or not. I, you know, that happened to me with somebody and she was like, you know, I'm not ready to be committed. And I'm like, well, I'm not ready to, I'm like, I'm not in the mood to be messing around with people. Like there's a lot of STDs. I'm not somebody that just like hooks up, you know, I, that's not me. That's into some, some other people, but that's not me. And you know, you want to hang out with other people. You want to say, that's fine. That's just something that I'm not interested in. And she's like, wait, hold up. Like, I really like you. Let's, um, let's, uh, you know, like, let's see what, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't want to see, like, I know. And, um, my dumbass uh, <laughs> fell for it, you know, and but that was on me, not on her. When later on down the line, she's like, "Well, now I'm with this girl, and um, and I want to see where that goes." And I'm like, "Oh shit," you know, like I but knew why this. You waste my time <laughs> exactly, why? but my why? thing is like I knew this four months ago, and I chose to to linger, so I couldn't even well, be mad at her. You chose to linger, yeah, based on the words, right? That's our problem. You know, and, and it's one of my biggest problems. Like, I'm always saying actions speak louder than words. Yes. But then I get caught up on the damn words. And then I'm like, fuck, like, yeah. oh, I did this to myself, yeah. right? But you can't be so hard on yourself because sometimes, you know, that's the love language, words of affirmation, right? And you just, that's what you're assuming it is, right? Because that's, you're thinking yeah. that the person is being real with you and, and is, you know, is just as kind and, and honest. Like Sarisa said, when you're talking to someone and you're investing time, you're sharing parts of you that are vulnerable because during the talking stages, you're talking about your past experiences with your exes or things that really broke you down and how you build yourself up. So this individual that you're talking to, hopefully they're listening, which half the time I don't think they are, right? Because then they go and just 
do do to you things that you just finished like having a whole conversation with this yeah. person maybe two three maybe even six months whatever it is yeah but at what point you know do you say to yourself like is it even worth to tell these people yeah. like how you feel or what you've been through like when do you, when that's why at this point i'm just like i i just can't do the dating like because Every time you're constantly sharing this energy, you're being vulnerable, you're telling them maybe what happened in your childhood or maybe what happened with your ex or whatever it is. And then the person's just like either ghosting you or leaving you unread and seen. And mind you, some of these conversations you're having, are you're, you're letting them know what your little, what your little triggers are, what, what, what has happened. Your vulnerability. So they don't do it. Right. But then it's like, like you say, maybe they're selfish or maybe they weren't listening which is something that or maybe understand. there's you, a difference between actually listening than just or maybe you weren't whatever. listening to to your own red flags and your intuition and that little voice inside your head that told me like hey this bitch is not for you right because it told me and I said it out loud I listened and I spoke the words and I was like yo like this is not for me this is not what I want but like, I guess we all do that. Too, but Shorty talked me, you know, like I just I, I, I forgot. I, I voiced down my I muted my own intuition and my my own voice. And I, you know, and then I got hurt. But I, my body told me my my own brain said, like, nope, this is not going to work out. So she said to you, I can't do this. And then you were like, well, then then I, I was but hurt because right? but then she went and we're like, but so wait a minute. But I really, really like you. So I want to try. Right. So, yes, you said, mm. so the, the words that you heard there was, I really like you. Yeah. So you grabbed onto that one. Yeah. Right. That's what we did. That's what we do. But then Fudge you, Judy was Williams, there down by the, the line? <laughs> my question is, was there down the line in those four months, any signs to you that she was getting to know any someone else or anything that yeah. you kind of. Yeah, there were signs. She was telling me. Oh, oh, she was. Yeah, there was no lying. Yeah, there was no lying. I just, you know, like you said, I hung up to those words and I got hung up on those words. And I just like maybe because I did like her, I was like, well, maybe something will change. Well, maybe if I do this, maybe if I change, maybe if I'm more available. Um, But my my own intuition told me months before, like, no, this isn't it. You know, so speaking on that, right. Maybe if I change, and I know Lori has heard this because I've definitely said this to her, you should not have to change who you are or how you are for anybody because you should simply be you and that should be good enough for whoever it is that comes into your life. We should not have to change as people. We should not have to adjust to somebody else's likes. You know, I think that there's a difference when you are in a relationship to compatibly change for the better, but Girl, not yes. to change who you are, you know, that's like, that's like the only way that I can describe that is like, if say I started seeing somebody or talking to somebody and they didn't like that, I worked out all the time. Oh, you're in the gym four hours in the morning and you don't spend time with me. Well, I, I, there, that's one thing that's never going to change about me. Yeah. You know, can, can we fix say something here? We can, but like, you know, you shouldn't ever have to change who you are or, you know, try and put on this, this, like, 
I'm going to do this. So this person get like takes my attention or wants my attention because that person will never be for you if they don't love. Well, let's not use the word love because in a talking stage, it's not love. It's, you know, if they don't like or appreciate, you know, who you are individually and just getting to know you, then do they really want to know you and know who you are? Because that is a part of you, you know, your, your past traumas or your past happiness or your future goals or, you know, anything like that. You shouldn't ever have to want to change that. You as a person or I as a person or somebody I'm speaking to, like, I would always want to see them be better. I would never want to put them down, you know, or be like, oh, well, I don't like this about you. So maybe we should, you know, no, like, this is who I am. Yeah. And again, I'm not blaming this on Judith. A few, by the way. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm just just second name, second time. Shout out to Judith. Um, I'm not blaming her because it was all me. It was all my insecurities. It was all my thing. But also, like, I knew from the get-go. She told me who she was. She told me, like, hey, I'm messing around with other people. And, again, somebody tells you who they are at the beginning. If they quack like a duck and they talk like a duck. And they tell you, they're telling you they're a duck. They're a duck. They're a motherfucking duck. Like, that's all it is. Um, and you like, know what? I'm going to clap on Judith, though, <laughs> because at least she told yes. you. At least she was honest and kept it real. So wherever you at, Judith, I give you a clap. I give you a clap because nowadays people will lie, shade yep. in your face. They will say, I can't do this. I don't want a relationship. Yet they're fucking the next. Yep. Or a I'm month later, ready. they're in a full-blown relationship. Yep. They're hung up on whoever was on before. Or yeah. I'm not ready for this. So why did you entertain it? Why did you even try? Like what, you know? Like I say, like I always say in every episode, there's a lot of people out there for instant gratification. Yeah. Who need that little do I still got it? Let me try. No, stop trying. Stop trying. Because you know what? Karma's a bitch. And whoever doesn't believe it comes. Yeah. It will come. Maybe not right away. Some people think it comes right away. I don't think so. But I think it comes. Yeah, but and it creeps up in the worst ways. That's why I stay being kind and and open and very honest. Just in case. <laughs> I got my karma once, not the cutest. <laughs> No. But like you said, like it's about knowing and being emotional, uh, emotionally intelligent and, and mature enough to know what you want. And kind of like when you go shopping online and you go through that filter, like, OK, size, color, uh, this, that and the other price range. Um, That's what we need. For star dating. rating, <laughs> basically. Right. But like have your own filters and like don't don't, um, you know, like don't. Don't be cheap. You know, do not negotiate with yourself about the things that are important to you. Um, yes. But, but I guess it could be hard for some. You know, there's a lot of people out there. You know, I, I feel like there's a lot of single good people out there, you know, but a lot of them been burned. A lot yeah. of them are, you know, a lot. I mean, like just going through my post, you know, like the recent one that I did for Ghost and Scene, you know, you could just tell a lot of people are like really hesitant to put themselves out there. Or, you know, they've been hurt, they've been left unseen and ghosted. I mean, one girl, one girl shared a story with me that I'm not, you know, whatever, I hope. But she was just saying how she was this. She was like, like, uh, I guess she was supposed to go out with some girl or whatever. Didn't show up. And then she sees her on social media with like someone else. Like same day, like 
what the hell? What is wrong with people now? And he's like, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think like they were in like a bed or some something to that sort or whatever, you know, whatever it was, who, you know, but still I would be like, I'm going to that bitch's house. Like, knock, knock, knock. Just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I would not. Flag, <laughs> that would be me at, at 20 years old. When I was 20 years old and my wild self, yeah, probably back then before I was a little toxic little rebel. So is that the key? Is that an now, age you know? thing? Are we dating too young? Are we looking at the wrong age group? Do you think that that's what it think, is? I don't think age. I feel like age is just a number because I feel like when I was young, um, you know, in my like late 20s, I had been through so much already that I was maturing. Um, maybe not 100%. But I feel like I, I don't I don't think it's age. I think it's about like the experiences and how somebody grasped it and how they, you know, dissect the experiences and what and what do they take the lessons, the growth, unless they're not growing or, or whatever. What do you think, Sarisa? Well, I also think, I don't, I think age is a number. I think that, you know, there are some younger people who are, you know, um, level-headed and know what they want. Um, I believe that a lot of it comes from like how people grew up, you know, because some people live different lives. Like, I mean, me being open with myself and I'm just an open book, so I don't really care. Like I grew up at a very, very young age, you know what I mean? So I've seen a lot of things and I was one to be making money for my family and trying to do what I can, you know? So me growing up, like people still now don't believe my age. They think I'm older than I am because not because of the way I look, but like people who know me, know me, they, they're like, what? I thought you were like my age. And I'm like, no, like I just was a young person with you guys. So I think it's the maturity level. And I do, cause you know, like, I, I feel like a lot of people grew up like not only just with handouts, you know, but some people are coddled and some people like grow up with any and everything they want and getting their way and, you know, feeling a sense of, let's say, entitlement, you know, that they feel that they're entitled to, I guess, treat people how they want to treat them without thinking, you know, because I think or maybe, people, maybe they don't even realize that they're treating but that's, them. That's where I was going with it is I feel that some people don't realize, you know, that, you know, there are vulnerable people out there who are actually, you know, good people and want something real. I call BS on that. I feel like at your core, you know, when you're doing something shady, when you're doing something that might possibly offend, not offend, but maybe like hurt somebody on that on that level. Like, I feel like, you know, depending on what it is, like most of the time, I feel like, you know, exactly. Do you care or. Or maybe their 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 mindset is just set in a certain way that it's not that they don't know or whatever. It's just that they're the way they think or the way they grew up or it could be a lot of factors on why certain people don't even realize like the hurt that they cause other the damages that they've done or you know and, and sometimes it's the the hurt doesn't have to be an extend extended hurt it doesn't have to be major. But pain is pain, you know, certain things like, like our subject is, you know, being left on scene, you know, I know it makes me feel like, what? Like, it only takes like a matter of seconds to acknowledge, acknowledge a message, you know, because it makes a person feel like less than what their worth is in a way, you know, I'm not worthy enough for you to acknowledge a message, even if I know like you're at 
I, I, we all understand people are at work, people have school, people have kids, people have lives. We understand that, right? But the problem is, is that that doesn't take away from being, um, what, what is that? I like the word that I'm trying to use, like, responsive hmm? responsive like it takes yeah responsive or you know like attentive you know i mean doesn't it's not that difficult to you know acknowledge a person if they send you a message unless you just don't even if you don't want to talk to the person it's very simple to say hey you know i i don't want to talk i don't want block them but at least tell them like hey you know it was nice chatting with you, but I don't really want to talk. Or maybe a lot of people go through mental stages and where they shut down and they're quiet. They, you know, they have that time. So it's very difficult, right? Because even though it, it may bother you, but what if you're being left unseen, but the other person's like in a bed curled up crying, right? So it has like, you know, that's like also part of people. being emotionally available. Because if you're, but I mean, depression and all that, that's a big subject, you know, we didn't have that as kids, right? I mean, we all had it. I mean, there was sadness, there was, you know, all this thing that was happening to us that we didn't even know how to, you know, and being raised in a Latin family, like, you know, I know my family and I would assume maybe you, you pick yourself up, you crying, you, 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 you wipe those tears and you get yourself and go play or whatever it is. Oh, you, oh, oh, your girlfriend broke up with you. That's fine. Wipe those tears. Keep it moving. You'll be fine. Like next. You know, those are the things that we, you know, there was as a child, like I know for me, like I wasn't able to uh, like feel the feelings that I was feeling. Like it was like, uh-uh, like mm-mm, you stop that. You're being wimpy. You're being, you know, <laughs> which is like, ugh. Which goes back to be how you were being raised, right? But, but now take you and take somebody else for example you know how to communicate right Lori? if i texted you right and something was wrong with you and you weren't okay right and i'm trying to engage in a conversation with you hey at the moment right now i can't talk i'm not okay i'm no. having anxiety you heard me yesterday i agree 100 percent. that's it, how it should be communication and the problem with society today is people don't know how to communicate but you know what they do know how to do so when you have somebody who's always with their phone in their hand, sorry, right? <laughs> but you have somebody who always is on their phone, has their phone in their hand, so on and so forth, right? You know, like you said, you left me on scene, right? You had your phone in your hand, you engaged by reading the message, but you then decided to not respond. If you don't want to talk, voice that, right? communication but we all know communication is like a really big thing that a lot of people need work on you know where i always wonder just because i'm such a curious george is like where at what point in our lives do we stop learning how to communicate with each other because when we're kids right we're like running around rah, 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 screaming in the playground you know or being bullied or we're talking about how cool your backpack is with the unicorn or or as kids we're just always chatting up and no no thoughts process in a way right like we're just like black when we, then we become kids, teenagers then what happens we to were us? kids but now the way people are being raised is a little bit different 
You know, they're, they're, they're used to communicating through phone. Look, I have a 15-year-old daughter. Well, she's about to be 15 next month. I'll look at her and I'm like, okay, so you're on a group FaceTime with your friends who live 10 minutes away. Why are you in the house? Why don't they come over? Why don't you guys go do something? Why are you guys all sitting here? Recording stopped. You know, like you're all on the phone, like go hang out, be like interactive, right? But that's the thing. So many people are caught up in this and stereotypical shit and looking at other people's lives and taking away from what they're going through, right? Because mainly when you're depressed or when you know you're going through something, people try and take their minds off of things and they'll A, watch TV, watch a show, scroll through TikTok, scroll through Instagram, and they're paying attention to everybody's lives except for their own. So how do you hold yourself accountable or work through anything when you're not even attempting to, right? Because as a person, you can't grow. Unless you reach the root of your problems, you'll never get out of depression or anxiety or trauma unless you confront it up front, right? Because you can suppress it. But the more you suppress it, you're just you're 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 making yourself worse, right? So that's where, you know, a lot of a lot of things I feel, especially in the gay community too, because you know, a lot of people aren't accepted by their families. A lot of people like they, they, they grew up different, you know, like they, they were scared to come out. They were scared to tell their friends or they're scared about the judgment or, you know, they suppress all these things, you know, and they don't put it to the forefront and that builds up emotional damage, you know, and to be these individuals. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons as to why somebody doesn't know how to talk or communicate or share their feelings or whatnot, but ultimately like it's up to you if you know, like once you recognize those red flags and once you see them and like once somebody tells you who they are and what they are and, and whether or not they're interested or not, you know, like that's a, that's on you if you decide to pursue it or not. Like if you get hurt and something happens, I, I, I think at the root of it, it's just on you. Like did you pick up on it? If you didn't, then why? <laughs> you know, like what happened that you didn't listen to that? You know what I mean? Um, somebody will always tell you, and I think it's all, sorry to cut you off. I think it's also maturity because, um, Sarisa, you said earlier, you know, we've always had, like, we, we all know somebody who, um, wasn't really available, but would give you just enough to like lull you in a little bit, but like, maybe not, but like maybe, and, and that's part of like being selfish, but I've been on that giving end of that shtick. And it was part of like, well, let me see how this turns out. And if that doesn't work out, then I'm going to, you know, but that's, that was me being selfish and stupid and immature. Um, And I recognize that. And you know what? The other girl recognized it and she never spoke to me again, you know? So you see, you said just now you recognized it. you were fully aware of what you were doing. Right. And I guarantee, well, I don't guarantee because I don't know you, but I'm pretty sure you wouldn't do that to somebody else, right? Because when it was done to you, it felt like shit. You know, like in my situation, my marriage wasn't perfect. I'm not a cheater. I never cheated, but I, at one point, was not emotionally available. You know, two years into my marriage, I fell into a deep depression. It had nothing to do with her. It had everything to do with me. And it was all the stuff that I you know, held inside and it caused a lot, you know, and until I confronted it and let it go, I couldn't grow, you know, and my partner at the time felt like I didn't um, show her love and that I, you know, that I wasn't um, 
affectionate or I wasn't this or I wasn't that. But I still voiced my opinion and I told her, like, it's not you. I'm depressed. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with me, you know? And, and like you said, now it's on you if you're willing to work through this with me or not. If you really feel that I'm not emotionally there for you, then it's up to you to walk away or stay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's also like a different scenario because you're now in a, in a committed relationship with somebody and now your partner is voicing to you like, Hey, I don't feel well emotionally, mentally, you know? And I feel like that that's the opportunity for the next person to be like, yo, what can I do for you? How can I support you? How can I help you get better? Um, and like, and you won't know what kind of, what kind of partner you chose, you choose or you chose until you're in a situation like that. Like you say for better or worse, but is it really for worse? Are you going to be there for me when I really need you on my worst? Um, but how do we know? Because people say, yeah, I'm going to be there for you if, if you need me to change your diapers, if you need me to like help you take a shower, you know, which I've done for a partner before. Um, but until it happens, you know, are, how are you, how do you know? You, you know. never know, you know, because like you said, she was there, you know, she was like, how can I help you? But it was like half and half, you know, it was like, how can I help you? I want to help you. You know, she would get up, make sure I woke up in the morning because it was to the point where like, I would just sleep in. I was like, screw it. Like, I don't work till night. I'm a bartender. Wow. I do this and that, whatever. You know, there would be days she would wake me up, crack a dawn, get up. Here's your coffee. Go to the gym. Get back in your routine. But then lo and behold, once I started bettering myself, and climbing this ladder, right? She cheated on me. Right. So it's like, are you there, right? You were you were there, right? Because, you know, like, I can't take that away from you. I can't take away from you, you helping me or trying to help me, you know? But then, damn, like, where did that come from? Yeah. So like you said, you really never know. Because you can put all your faith into somebody and believe that they're going to be this person for you, right? For better or worse. Through yeah. sickness and in health, you know, but unfortunately, some people you never know. You know, you, somebody could change in an instant. They can somebody show you say this, nothing lasts forever, right? You know, and never know. I mean, and, but Ada, you don't got to worry about that. I know you're over there engaged in Vegas. Yeah, we picked up rings today. <laughs> Ooh, oh, congratulations! Yeah. All right. Well, I have a question for Sarisa. So I know you you said you wasn't, um, I think you said you're not looking to date at the moment. Is that right? Well, but you, you so are single out to the public, just in case. No, I am. Um, but I where, are you, where you stand at right now in life? Where I stand at is honestly working on me. You know, I was extremely, extremely broken. Extremely broken. Um. I lost myself when I found out what had happened, you know, because unfortunately it was my wife with um, somebody I considered a brother to me, you know, and it was very, very, very losing two people at one time. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm still legally married. Um, but right now I am literally working on myself because if I ever was to date again, well, I'm not going to say if I ever, when I am ready to date again or whatever the case may be, I don't want to put my trauma onto somebody else, right. you know, because I'm at the point right now where I, I don't trust. I don't, you know, like I put all my trust into this person and I'm like, 
like even when like you know we share kids so like even when we communicate about little shit like I'll just I'll get pissed off for no reason and I'm like I don't believe a word you're saying and it could be the stupidest thing but it's just like it 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 triggers me you know and I'm like but is that just with that person you're you know you're you're no well I mean I attempted to even people that may have tried to crawl into your life I attempted to talk to two people, one of which I've known for a long time. Um, Very good person she was, Um, but I didn't want to put her through what I was going through. Was? Did you knock her down? out? What happened? No, she (laughs) was a good person. She just, you know, like we, we mutually agreed that it was best that we didn't move further because... She was very much interested in me and very much wanted to move forward with me. But my wife is still in the picture and she wasn't, she was a little bit nuts, shall I say. Um, The girl or the wife? My wife. She doesn't want to let me go. You know, um, she doesn't. She's been trying very hard, you know, to get me back. And right now, like I said to her, the same thing, I'm focusing on me right now. You know, um, I don't ever want to feel like that again, Mm -hmm. you know, and in order to get back to me, I need to love myself. And that's what I've been learning to do is love myself, because I think I loved her a little bit more than I loved myself. You know, that's a lot of people's problems. You know, they get so caught up in the other person and the fantasy or 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 the visions that the they have of this person yeah. that they forget about themselves and what they really want and what really makes them happy that when shit hits the fan and they get disappointed by this person that fairy tale or you know that that pedestal that you put this person on it, it's not there because that person was nothing was not what you made them what you created of them so now you are really fucked up in the head, but you did it to yourself. And it's so hard for you to look yourself in the mirror and say that to yourself. Yeah. And, and, and it's our, you know, and I know for myself, you know, cause I have been in there, that shoes where I have put my ex, like if she was like God's gift to earth, but yet forgetting that you're you God's know, my worth, like, yeah. you know, what was I, you know, worth and, and allowing this person to like be more like I literally was so caught up on this person and I'm gonna never ever want to be like that ever again that I even put myself and my kids taking a bus in the winter cold to take them to school so this person could have my car to go to work wow what I think of this stupidity and I'm like what was I thinking because as a mom right moms you gotta your kids come first but when you get so caught up sometimes and you forget yourself and not that I forgot my kids, but I figured oh, it's just right around the corner of the bus. The kids love the bus, but it's freezing outside. They don't deserve the bus. And on top of that was my car, my car insurance, my everything. But I handed it over like if this person was the God's gift to earth or whatever, like I was nothing. And I'm here freezing my little buns with my kids on a bus. Like, how, how does this happen to us sometimes? You know, right? Is it the manipulation that we go through through these people, right? The, or is it us? Hmm, good question. I think, I think it's both. Well, in my situation, you know what I'm saying? And I can only speak on me. Like like I said, nobody's perfect. I was not perfect. I was not. In the beginning, I was not. 
when I went into my relationship, I was not ready for it. You know, I probably shouldn't have went into it, but I did because I was like, oh, you know, this is my best friend. We can do this. Ada, did you see those muscles? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's all I saw. I just saw muscles. And I'm here like, no, you can't even see me because I'm blurry. She's like, squirrel. (laughs) But, you know, like I wasn't the best of people and I can admit that. And that's because I hold myself accountable. You know, I can, I can say when I'm wrong, I can say, you know, I wasn't the best of people, you know, um, did I cheat? No, that's one thing I don't do. You know what I'm saying? But have I done things that I shouldn't have done? Yeah. You know, did I not give her attention? Sometimes? Yeah. For a while I was depressed, but that also falls on me too, you know? Um, but as far as like the cheating stuff goes, like, I don't know, like I definitely lost myself and I learned when she cheated on me, I swear that like that shit hit me so hard in the face. I was like, do you remember who you are? Like you are like for myself and I speak on myself and like, you know, like you have a huge following, you know, people love you. Like you see how it is by me. Like, well, you don't, but Lori does like people love me. They love my energy. Like I have a huge following when it comes to my workplace, when it comes to my fitness, when it comes to children, you know what I mean? The children in this community, like look up to me, you know, and that, that means a lot to me. Like I stand on that because the way that I grew up to know where I'm at now is absolutely insane. I would have never thought that this is who I was going to be, you know, and it woke me up like, okay, you don't even see me like this. But people who barely know me, like you sleep next to me at my bed every single day. You wake up next to me. We share everything. And these random people see more in me than you. You know, like it it, it woke me up. I was like, wow, like I'm over here crying, hurting, like in all types of emotions. But listen to what you said at the beginning. And I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. Meanwhile, what? Meanwhile, like I have people who like literally will see me on a daily basis and be like, you know, you deserve the best. You're this, you're that, you're thank you. Like I have strangers who I've never even met before. And they're like, at one at a pride at your event in in the city, um, some girl I never met before. I don't even know who she was. She walked up to me and she like grabbed me by the arm. This, this stud girl. And she was like, Sarissa, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah how so like (laughs) right and and she was like I just want you to know like keep doing what you're doing you know keep posting the things that you post because I've been following your journey and you inspired me to change my life that's awesome you know so like things like that like and it happens often so for me like it was like a, a reminder like you know like you may not appreciate me but I have hundreds of other people that don't even know me from a hole in the wall that appreciate the person that I am yeah, so and, it but, reminds you of who you are. Yeah, and like, and, and down, it's, you know what I mean. Like it's an eye opener. Sorry, and it's yeah. just so awesome that like other people are are able to recognize your self worth, um, self worth. You know, um, and and you don't like so it's nice to get those kind of validations and recognitions. It feels really nice. But you said it at the beginning. You're like, I probably shouldn't have gotten into that relationship. So you knew it was gonna probably come with some bumps. And some, you know, resistance. Um, yeah, well, that was on me. You know, like I had just got out of a relationship like a month prior. I was in a relationship for like three and a half years before that. But the cheating was not on you. I'm sorry. No, no of course like, not. That definitely was not on you. 
No, I, 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 I'm not going to lie in the beginning. Like I started thinking about, I was like, did I do something like, but like, I, I, there's nothing that I could have done to people choose, you know, people are fully aware of what they're doing when they're doing it. And for me, like, if you don't want to be with me, if you want to be elsewhere and you want to be with other people, just say that. Cause then I can walk away with dignity. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, like this is what she chose. This is what she wants. And I'm going to walk away knowing that we are parting ways, but to go as far as running away, disappearing. And like, I'm, I'm just here like, uh, where did my wife go? She hasn't been home. Wow. What? Like, you understand? So like, I know, like you said, it's not me, you know, but that's where people lack communication. Like if you're unhappy somewhere, don't be there. You know, like me and my wife still communicate, you know, and like right now texting me, you know, like, I don't know why you talk to me. You know what? Like, just because like I feel and I voice the way that I feel and I'm not going to hold it back. Right. Because there's there's love there. But at the same time, like I can't be vulnerable to you. All I can do is let you know, you know, this is what I am right now. This is where I am. This is what I'm doing. This is how it's going to be. You know, you hurt me. You don't deserve for me to explain myself. You don't deserve for me to tell you that I love you. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, I love you, but like, do you deserve me to tell you that? You know, why should I have to validate that for you? You didn't validate for me. You couldn't even communicate that you were unhappy somewhere and you, you just disappeared. You know what I mean? So like communication, like if you're not happy somewhere, don't be there. Be able to voice it. And if you do want to be there, you know, like people are rare. Good people are very, very rare these days because you have so many, like you have so many people who are just willing to be out there dipping and dabbing and, you know what I'm saying? Going from person to person that don't want something real. But then you have people who want something real, but can't find anything real because people don't know how to communicate. And then it's like, it gives you that that tug of war, right? Why am I intimidating? I'm intimidating maybe to you because I know what I want, right? So you may think that I'm intimidating, but I think that I'm confident. I think that I'm aware of who I am. I am aware of my traumas. I am aware of my everything, my every movement. But like for other people, you know, don't, if you don't want something real, don't engage. If you're just looking to talk to somebody and have a good time, or you're looking for somebody to, you know, um, get you over your ex, communicate that. It's not hard. Yeah, like you know, I'm on the rebound. I think we talk about that all the time. Communication. You know, mm-hmm. because it is it, it's a thing though, because there are women out there who are going through the same thing, you know, and they're like, you know what, I just want somebody to hang out with. I just want somebody to make me Sometimes feel good. I just want a friend and it's okay. I mean Talking stage, hello, I, I, for everyone who's listening to this podcast, I think that at one of these podcasts, we need to break down each stages because I get so confused sometimes because to me, a talking stage is I'm getting to know you, but we're friends. We're friends. We haven't passed the level, even if maybe we shared a kiss. Okay. Maybe we shared a kiss, but that's about it. We haven't done anything. 
we're still talking. We're still getting to know each other. So you're still building a friendship. Ladies, we are not dating if we're talking. If I haven't been to your apartment and you haven't been to my house, I don't consider us dating, boo. I just consider us talking, building a friendship. So where does it go? Where, why do people mix it all up? Like, so one of these podcasts, we're going to break that down for you, ladies. Talking stage, dating stage, serious, friends with benefits, and all the other stuff that's out there nowadays. You know, there's, everything's there. But um, I wanted to ask you, Sarisa and Ada, because Sarisa was talking about how, you know, in her last relationship, well, not last, you know, with her wife, she was cheated on, right? So what is like, what would you say is your deal breaker like even if it's like in a relationship you know not like just talking to somebody whatever that's not like your deal breaker in relationships like it could be more than one thing all right so we're gonna go with ada let me know what your deal breaker i think i think the thing is um i feel like we don't really know until we go through that kind of situation because like i can be cheated on and I'm going to tell you right now, like, I will never be able to trust you again, right? Like, I, I don't know how I can live with that. I don't know if, like, I'm going to be doubting you when you're telling me that you're staying at work late, this, that, or the other. But then at the end of the day, it's like, would I be able to work through that if I really cared for somebody? You know what I mean? Like, if I knew this wasn't going to happen again, if I knew, um, like, I really want to work through this situation. You know what I mean? Like, right now. Have you ever? No, I, I mean- no, you haven't because you haven't been cheated on. And not even well, cheated, but... I think I I was with my ex, my ex-wife. Um, and I, I relate so much to Teresa. Teresa, sorry. You, you got me saying Teresa, Lori. <laughs> Darn you. Sorry. Uh, because, you know, I recognized like something was happening and I was just being a pacifist a pacifist i was just kind of pacifying her bad behavior like uh whatever i was just letting things be to not be confrontational because it was easier to like let things slide because i didn't have the emotional um state of mind to um speak up um and i was just like letting things sweeping things under the rug and then one day i just woke up and i was like yo you're coming home late you're saying you're at school, you're at BMCC, yet you're taking money out because we shared a, a bank account, like, and you're taking money out of 42nd Street. Like, BMCC is in lower Manhattan. And, you know, you're volunteering with the police uh, police department or whatever, yet you're, you know, you wind up somewhere else. And it's like 11 o'clock and you have to be at work at 830 in the morning. Like, what's going on? You know, like, why are so many, why are we having, we shared a phone account. And I'm like, why do you have over 6,000 text messages? When I, when, when I started noticing things, then I started looking. And when you look, you find, right? Um, and, but and it I wasn't was a deal like, breaker because you stood with her. No, we got oh, divorced. No. So that's it. You changed. But that started, okay, so, like me waking up so and recognizing things. It, it was worth it to me. And I tried for a long time. But when you're pushing and pushing and pushing and you're getting resistance, to what point you're like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm worth more than this. I deserve more than what she's giving me. Um, she did wrong. She did me wrong. And I never had proof that she was cheating. But again, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it smells like a duck, there's probably a duck somewhere in there, right? <laughs> and, um, and I'm like, dude, like, what's going on? Like, let's go to therapy. Let's work through this. Nothing. No, I don't want to do that. That's for crazy people. No, I don't want to. Exactly. The stigma, right? And yeah. she was older than me, too. So it, it made no sense. And 
Age is just a number. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But when it's like when you when you're trying and you're trying and you're trying, especially when you know you didn't do anything wrong and you're trying to fix something, you're like, what am I trying to fix? Like there's nothing here to fix. You know, why am I pushing on somebody that doesn't obviously doesn't want to be with me? And that's when I realized that like, okay, this isn't for me, you know? Um and it but was like a left her a nine year relationship, which in lesbian years is like an eternity, right? Um, but then after you left her, did she try to do the whole, I still love you, I want to get back once, to you? Once she stuff. noticed that I was dating, then it was like, what the fuck did you do? Why did you leave me? So, Let's so work things out. it's sort of like out. Teresa's situation now because, look, yeah. Teresa's healing. She's doing her thing. She's at the gym. She's like, her vibe, her energy is just protruding out there all positive. And now the ex wants to be like, I want you. I love you. I need you. Da, 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 right? Because when you see the person's growth and you now they're all so sexy to you, but well, I wasn't sexy to you. Like when you were with me, I wasn't good enough that you had to go into somebody else's pants. You see? So my deal breaker has always been cheating. Like, and you know, it's crazy when I was a kid because I'm the kind of person that I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not going to clock you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch every move. I'm, I'm going to dress you if you want to go out. Bye. I don't need to be with you at all times because as a Sag, I need my space too. I've been, I've been cheated on quite some time, lots of times actually when I was a kid. I, I, I could a lot, too many times, let's just say. And I remember my mother one time, I got cheated on my ex, my ex fiance cheated on me bad, but that's a whole different big story because she was in internally feeling transgender and I was very young and I didn't understand this whole new thing about transgender like that feeling of wanting to be a male you know and I'm like wait but I'm a lesbian so this is not this doesn't work here you know so I ended up getting cheated on because she well I guess he started dating a straight girl from work who accepted her as a him because I couldn't accept it because that, that wasn't my life and I couldn't understand it. But anyways, I got cheated really bad and this was like, I was like really young. But my mother, I remember, blamed me for the cheating that I was, you know, that I, it was my fault. And then she once told me, you know, you can't just leave just because they cheated. You got to just stick it out. You got to stick it through. Like you can't just leave everybody if you leave because now this is, this is not even with that relationship. This is like another relationship that I got cheated on. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. I'm done. Peace. I ain't doing this. And my mom's like, you can't just jump out of the relationship every time something bad happens. And I said, no, 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 no. Not something bad happened. My problem when it comes to cheating is that you did something and then you came home and you laid next to me. Did at no point, this has always been my thought process. When you was doing what you was doing, did I not... Did you not think of me? Did I not, my face, like anything of me not come, you know, you're supposed to love me, you're supposed to this. But while you was doing your do, like, did you not think of me at all? So why should I stay with you? Why? You did not once think of me. So I ain't shit to you. So guess what, boo? We're done. And that's what I tried to explain to my mother. But she was like, you can't do that. I said, yes, I can. So my deal breaker is totally cheating. And the next one is lies. And both of them, what do they affect us in? Trust. Both trust, 
I, I can't. I can no longer trust. I'm like, well, I'm Lori, jacked up when it comes to trust. Lori, what if, what if this was somebody that you had spent 12 years of your life with? What if this was somebody that you had property with, that you had children with? What if this was somebody trust that... Me, I'm out. <laughs> okay. Guess what? You, oh, so now not only did you not think of me while you was doing your do, you didn't think of our kids or the house or the car. Not, you know what? I'm going to take everything and you can leave you with nothing. Bye. No. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. But what if they were truly remorseful and they were like, like, fuck, I screwed something good up. You know, like I, I need Aww. to make this up. Like, <laughs> That's what I feel. Yeah. Nope. I won't. So I do won't. you judge people that decide to forgive? The no, okay. no. I mean, I've had friends that have, you know, but then you know what happens? They do what I got to go through as their friend. She hasn't hit me back up. Where is she? And I just look at my friend and I'm like, she's doing nothing. She's probably whatever. But I know what she's going through. And I don't want to put myself through that because, you know, what that does to you mentally challenges you and puts you back into that depressive state that no one, no one is worth that. But you know and what? that's why I can't. But here's you the see thing. see how you was going through it? For how long? You was checking bank accounts. You was, you was, you was probably on MapQuest mapping Dude, how far I had a whole was, file. Right? I had a whole file of like, okay. who the fuck is texting you, you at five o'clock in the morning? That. Of no. course not. But that's why of I course. left. That's why I left. But yeah. here's the thing. So to it the- doesn't matter how many years you've been with the person. The fact that they could, they, they're okay with you putting you through that. It's just, let alone, it's so disrespectful. But my, so my dumb butt was willing to want to fix it and work through it even though I had done nothing wrong and I'm like wait do I not love myself you know to like think that I deserve better um go ahead I battle I battle with that a lot I battle with that a lot because I one of the first things I said is one thing that Lori said and I was like straight up and down like when you got in that car to go disappear for six days okay um did you, did I or the kids not crush your mind? Like not for one second, did you say, maybe I should get out and go home? How is this going to affect my children? How is this going to affect my home life? You know, um, I have been with my son since he came out of the womb. Like I helped her have this baby. You know what I mean? Like you didn't think for one second, like how my daughter's about to be 15. She's fully aware of what's going on. You know, um, now I have to put on this facade in front of my children and act like everything's okay, you know, because I'm not going to run and tell my daughter, oh, hey, you know, Judy and I are not together because, you know, she cheated on me with so-and-so because my daughter knows the person too. And then it's like this whole big thing. So for me, it's like, that's what I battled with a lot. And I was like, how did you not? And she's like, it wasn't like that. Whatever she told me, you know, do I believe she's remorseful? I believe right now that she is hurting a lot because she sees what she did. She sees how it affected me. Now here's another thing that I battle with though. Did you come back because you seen the low place that I was at and felt bad? Right. Because essentially I was in a very low place and she saw how bad it hurt me. So now I'm battling with 
did you come back because you know you really are sorry or do you feel sorry you know which is also and, very difficult because how do you answer these questions you know and the fact that somebody could put you in this state is where you look at yourself in the mirror and say do i deserve that what what do i do i deserve this this part like is this what i want to go through is this how i want to live especially if you're at a point in your life like you're ready you you want to commit you you want to spend your life with somebody but you don't want all that other aftermath you don't want those questions to you know those what if um does this person really love me or is she just here for pity like am i just you know does she just feel bad for me because she knows what she did to me or does this person genuinely love me we want to grow old with someone and 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 not care about the looks like you know you were saying Sarisa, like it's all about the vibe the energy and everything right so because looks fade all of that goes away you're you're i i, I mean i don't know about your muscles Sarisa, but you know i don't know if you're gonna be sagging with little chicken wings at some point you know <laughs> um i don't know if our butts are always gonna stay perky or whatever or if our boobs are gonna drop anyways right but if doctors are that. we change happening you see <laughs> well lucky for you <laughs> but so we definitely want to be with somebody that has that genuine feels for us so i i you know i couldn't imagine your pain because you struggle with that because then you're like should you give this person a chance should you go back that way right because you have the history and they're trying but is their trying real is it just yeah. Because are you going to go back to that? Is that really your soulmate? You see, that's where I struggle. This is where I, this is where I'm jacked up in my head. I don't right? believe in soul, this that is what soulmate I say to myself. stuff. What happened? I don't believe in that soulmate stuff. Well, I believe we make, I believe there. So my little saying is, it's not a soulmate, is my kind of perfect, right? You make your perfect. You make your soulmate. Like you don't, God, there's no, you know, what do they say? Uh, he took out the hip bone and the other person got the other hip bone and whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like whatever it is, I don't, I don't know if that's exactly, but I do feel that there is people out there that there's like this energy that just bring you guys together. And I'm not talking about lust lady. And I'm not talking about that, you know, that chemistry that's not, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about like that real, like that energy spiritual. I feel like there's people out there that you just connect. Like there's like this just connection. And sometimes it's just friendship or more. And those are the people that you should put your you know, your energy into and see where that evolves, right? And that maybe it become into something more than just friendship or whatever, right? Yeah. But um, I lost my track of mine. But you know what I was going to tell you is that I, I, I kept meaning to interrupt you. <laughs> oh, we're talking about soulmates. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, because the thing is like once you choose to, if you decide to choose to um, forgive this person or stay with the person or whatever and work things through. Oh, we lost Teresa. Um. The thing is, if you decide to do that, do you like you have to be prepared to like forgive and literally forget? Because like you said, your friend's going to be like constantly traumatized. Like, where is this woman? Why isn't she texting me back? Why did she, Welcome you know, <laughs> why did she um, disappear for four hours and not answer my text messages? Right? Why, why did she ghost me temporarily? Um, so you have to be prepared to like let that go if you want to move on with that relationship. Otherwise, that ghost is going to haunt you and it's not going to work out. So if you truly intend it's very to, hard to do, of course, forgetting. 
It, of course it is. Very but that's the thing. Forget. Like you have to be willing to because it's never going to work if you're going to be constantly thinking about like, where is she now? Is she really there? Um, is she oh, yeah. with me because of pity? Is she with me because she feels sad? Blah, 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 blah. You know, like you have to be able to be prepared to let that shit go because it's not going to work otherwise. It's just not. And I think that's why that's my deal breaker. Cheating and lies because I'm an overthinker. I get caught up in my head. And I mean, I have forgiven people. Just can't stay with them. I would yeah. be friends. We'd be cool. But it's not fair to you, but, and it's not fair to the the next person. Oh, I mean, I don't bring it to. I don't bring it to my next relationship. I'm no, pretty, I mean, like if you, for, I feel if like you forget if you forgive the person that cheated on you, um, and you're going to be constantly thinking about what happened and not letting that go. It's not fair to you because you haven't moved on, and then it's not fair to the well, next. I mean, person. you can't get into a relationship miserable. if you're still stuck on that. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I could forgive and forget, it, like, but not forgive, forget to stay. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not forgive, forgetting, and I'm staying with you, boo. It's not going to happen because I'm with you, and now I'm still like, uh, you know, like, you know, your brain just fucks with you. Your brain is your worst enemy, you know, your mind. And it, it takes a lot, a lot of work to train your brain. I wish it, I wish we could train our brains like we could train at the gym like if it was that easy but i think it's much harder it's a lot more work you got to put in a lot right i want to i want to focus back a little bit on, on that ghosting um do you give people the benefit of the doubt when they tell you um i know it's hard nowadays when you when you're seeing that like they're interacting on social media or they're responding in other places yet they haven't gotten back to you about certain things um like do you give them the benefit of the doubt when they come up with an excuse or do you just like Fuck you. You didn't answer me. I don't want nothing to do with you. Uh, it's a struggle with certain people. I feel like I feel like with some people I could just like X them out. And then there's some people that I feel like it's based on the energy and stuff. So it's kind of difficult because sometimes you meet people and you capture some some type of energies of there and you really think it's they're good people. I, I, I wanna say that at this point with all my healing and stuff that I kind of creepy people a little bit but i still am a little jacked up you know because people just i don't know it's just so many fakeness out there and, and so many people show you one thing they want to show you and then there's something else so i feel like i struggle with that some people i could just deuce immediately and then there's other people that i'm like still like but i know they're a good person it's just a y and z and somebody's looking at me like okay Whatever you say, Lori, but <laughs> the butt comes in, right? You know, but I guess, I don't know. I have like this huge heart. We all know this, right? So I, it's hard for me with just accepting that everyone's a piece. So there's pe people that are just pieces of shit out there. <laughs> I, I was like, Judith. Anyways, what about you, Sarisa? <laughs> <laughs> I won't let that bitch go. Sorry. Well, uh, I, was, <laughs> I can't. No, so I was on mute. I don't know what happened to my whole thing. Um, me, I'm passive. So I'll use like an example. Um, you'll get my energy if I'm interested in you, but one time, right? Once you start showing me that you're pulling back your energy, you're going to get the Sarissa everybody else gets. So for me, for somebody who I would engage with normally, be like, oh, hey, ha ha, he he, joke, joke, funny. Now, when I see you, I'm just a, you know, 
kind of, I don't have time to talk anymore. You don't have time for me. I don't got time for you. Which is you understandable. It should be that way, right? Want time for me? Show me you want time for me. Because I showed you, you know, if I showed you several times, hey, like, I'm trying to give you my time, but you're not reciprocating. I'm no longer going to give you my time. Now, if you want my time and you notice I'm being passive, right? Because I've gotten this one before. I've Oh, I wanted to say hi, but like you look like, you know, you're going through a lot. No, I just look like I'm treating you like I treat everybody else. So Not moving forward. Good. You know, What's the uh, visa? You're intimidating. <laughs> no. The people think <gasps> she's intimidating. Right. Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> right. So I literally like will be passive. Like I'll just if I see you, hey, and keep it pushing. Like you want my energy? Show me you want my energy. You know? Um, same thing, like, with my wife right now. That's what she's trying to do. She's trying to, I will give you the passwords. I will give you everything to prove to you I'm not doing anything. But I don't want it. I shouldn't have to want it. I shouldn't want to have to look through your shit. Yeah. I shouldn't have to want to fucking question shit. Exactly. Because once you start looking, like, even if it's innocent, it's going to look. Well, I never was the type to look. You know, and that's the thing. That's why it, it hit me like, you know, so I don't look. I'm not I'm not looking through your phone. If I feel I'm the type of person that if I feel I need to look through your phone, then we just shouldn't be together because yeah. that means I don't trust you from a hole in the wall. Yeah. You know, so for me, um, yeah, I'm I'm passive when it comes to people like ghosting or or acting, you know, distant, shall I say, you know, I'm going to act distant as well. Because for me, um, my energy is everything, you know, like for me, um, if I'm sharing my energy with you, that's because I choose to because I want to, you know, um, don't choose to engage with everybody who I cross paths with, you know, so if you're going to pull your energy back, I'm going to pull my energy back. Can you guys justify ghosting someone because they've um, you feel like they don't deserve um a response or an answer or like they've done something to you or like they've hurt you like for example i had this this person tell me that i would be like the perfect package if i had like 30 less pounds and i'm like and then like you know and then like i never spoke to this person again and they're like well what happened like how come you you know that's rude like why would you just like not talk to me anymore did you not Uh feel comfortable to like tell that person off or did you just feel like why should you? Fuck that. I'm out. I, I, I don't consider that ghosting at all. I feel that that was probably the deserved. most disrespectful thing that somebody could say to you, and I would not have anything to say to them either. So I don't think that See, that's... Yeah, this is where I struggle. This is where my little toxic side would come out, because I would want to react, which is where I'm learning, you know, I'm learning not to react to certain things and try to go with the flow, because I would have wanted to go tell that person off. Like, first of all, my little toxic side, my little toxic brain, that maybe that's the right <laughs> side, the left side. I don't know where it's at. But I would have been like, have you looked at yourself in the mirror? <sighs> yes. Okay. I could be a little toxic, ladies. But still, I would not at this point be that way. But my overthinking brain, oh, trust me. I've done tell that person off like in so many, in yeah. 20,000 different languages and I only know three. Actually, just two. 
<laughs> I didn't have the maturity to like respond the way that I should have. Um, but you know, the thing is that this person's probably going around thinking that I ghosted them, you know, uh-uh. and I like, you, and I don't care what they think, obviously. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Do you feel that that person even deserved a response? Oh, of course not. I didn't feel bad. So then? I mean, first of all, I think that they know what they said was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, So do you feel like some people that are going around saying I got left on red, like maybe they did something like at at some instances, not all the time, because we know that, you know, there's the bullshitters that are playing with two people at once or whatever, goofing around and, um, you know, they're just being selfish or whatnot. But um there could be instances where these people just you know they did something fucked up and they're just not owning up to it or maybe they don't know that they're screwed up because they think that it's okay to talk to people that way no yes so i was in a i was in a situation where um i feel like i left the person on red or scene sort of but i didn't even realize that i did and they communicated, they communicated it to me like months later, but I, it also comes to the fact that when the person sent me the message, it was very close, a close ended statement. So I didn't know that I had to respond back to this message and there was nothing to respond. Right. I can't remember what exactly it was, but it, 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 I felt like it was just like a statement, like sort of like your party was the bomb. Or whatever. I don't know. You know, I can't respond to everyone that sends me a message about, you know. Closing line. You know, it was very like, and months later, the person approached me at a party and was like, and she said as a joke, "Um, so you just, you you just need people on read, on read. And I was like, huh? I was like, no, I never do that to anyone. I was like, I always have a response, even if it's like maybe something they don't want to (laughs) hear. But I always have something to say because I don't know how to stay shut. It's my problem sometimes. And she said, no, I sent you a message. You read it and you didn't even have the audacity to say something back. And I was like, well, so I asked her, I said, well, what were your expectations of your, I was like, and mind you, I still had the conversation because in Instagram, all you got to do is go to the name and go to message and it'll pop up unless you deleted it, you know, and, and I was like, well, I, I read it to her in the party and I was like, what was your expectations? She was like, you could have said thank you. I was like, oh, my bad. So this person's oh, so holding on to grief. I kind of did feel fucked up for like two seconds. But then I'm like, so then I said to her, do you know how many people send me messages? The same kind of message. And I, I didn't mean to leave you on the red or I make you feel any type of way. Because you and I, I, I don't know you from a hole in the wall. You know, I don't even have any relationship with you. You just, you know, but I don't want to make you seem, feel like you're just a nobody just because, we yeah. don't, you know, because you are somebody. You come to my events. I appreciate you and everything. But people have to understand there's sometimes I can't respond to every message that comes my way that it has no meaning to it. If you tell me half the time I put a T-Y and one time I put a T-Y and I even got, I, I got yelled at that. Because I didn't say thank you. I put T-Y. But you see, that just proves like what I was saying. Like people are going around thinking fucked up shit about like being left on red or being ghosted or like, you know, whatever. And it's not valid. Like they're, they're stupid. I don't know. Like just stupid thoughts, I guess. So I, don't know. I, I would say like 
my personal opinion on ghosting is like talking with somebody and communicating with somebody to get to know them and learning things about them over time, right? Whether it be a week or two weeks or whatever. And then just, that's it. Like no, you know, like no more communication. They just like decided on their own, like, this isn't what it is for me. I'm not going to tell this person. I'm just going to ignore them or I'm just not going to respond or I'm just not going to communicate with this person anymore. Or it could be be seen as the change up. Or is that something different? That's another conversation. I think a change up is different, you know, because yeah, people true. will change up and switch up as we all know, you know, if somebody can act some way like they're really into you one day and then, you know, just act like they are not interested anymore after like months of talking. One minute you're like the most beautifulest woman you've, they've ever saw and the next right. minute you're like, who, what? Eh. Right. So I feel like that's different. But as far as like ghosting, yeah, I feel like ghosting is like, you know, intentionally you know, with intentions, speaking and communicating and just cutting people off, you know, but as far as the change up, the change up be real sometimes. But you know, I've done that change up thing. And it was because I didn't know how to tell I didn't know how to communicate to this person. Like, I think it's gross that like, you smoke so much and you spit so much. And like, you sound like you're 80 years older than what you are because of how much you smoke and like you smell because you smoke so much. And, and I wish know, I was like you, Ada. I could be quick to tell somebody something. Not if I don't just <laughs> but like, how do you say that nicely? Like, like you stink, you know, how do you say that to somebody nicely? Like, I don't know. Like, so I just like, I never talked to her again. You football, <laughs> you stinky. <laughs> like, we were just um, talking about that earlier, how much cigarettes smell and they're gross, but another deal breaker for me smoking it's what we've learned so far in this podcast i feel like what we keep mentioning is communication communication ladies so if you out there and you're not communicating please put the work in start communicating open up it's not it's not always gonna be easy either it's not always gonna be easy either sometimes communication is really uncomfortable you know, because you're, you're putting things on the forefront that normally you're not used to. But again, with growth, give it a try. Know. Give it a try, oh. ladies. Give it a try. So I mean, the only what's the worst that can happen? So even honestly. even if it's somebody that you've spoken to like a, a few times, like four or five times, do you think that like you should communicate to that person, like, or like is it okay? Timeline. Is it okay to like a, a timeline? Everyone deserves some type of communication, no matter what it is. You know, even if it's harsh, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but just say something to somebody instead of just leaving them like unread or seen, Hey, I no longer have the energy to talk to you or I'm not interested or I found someone new or whatever it is. Yeah. One, two, three. And I think ultimately least, you don't have, you know what it is to be like. So when I was reading the comments that were left in my in, in Instagram, you know, it causes a lot of people to feel less worthy. It causes them to feel like they did something wrong, and and and, and it's and it's uncalled for. Yeah. There's so many, so many pe- so many unhealed souls that I always talk about. Cause others that are healed to put themselves in a place where maybe it could just be for a minor minute or two, but a place that they don't deserve to even think. You know, that they did something wrong, or they're not good enough just because you are in another 
mindset or you're just being selfish. Yeah. I don't know. I really think communication is big. Is I just I, I feel I, like I'm big on communication. I feel like I hurt her less by ghosting her than I did by telling her that like she smelled. You know what I mean? Like but then I don't know. But then think about it. Now that we're adults, right? Whatever. I don't know when that was, you know. But five and a half years ago. What if okay, I would appreciate if somebody told me, Hey Lori. You know what? Some people, when I was younger, a lot of people told me the way I approached situations, right? So I've had people communicate to me, you know what, Lori, the reason why this is not working out is because, um, the way you, the way you spoke to me, like if I was like, you belittle me, whatever it was, I was in my twenties. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was, you know, always, I didn't know how to talk. I, I, I could be honest. I was very much like, I guess I would talk down to a person, not realizing that I was doing it. So it took someone, because not ev- or not everyone told me that, but this one person, <clears throat> and was like, "Yo, Lori, you need to watch how you talk. Sometimes you make me feel like I'm a child. You talk to me like I'm a child, and I'm not a child. You need to watch the way you approach situations. If it wasn't for that person, I probably would have never looked in the mirror and would have been like." and evaluated how I spoke to them and what I said. And I probably would have never had any growth at some point, right? Because I would have thought I was good. I was fine. So here, if you would have communicated to this person that this stinky, whatever, cigarettes ain't good, maybe they would have avoided another person or, you know, another situation where someone else now told them and they're like, damn, I wonder if Ada, is this why Ada ghosted me? I mean, you're 42. You should know that smoking's bad for you. Um, <laughs> but I totally agree. I, I agree. But not every, you know, people have addictions yeah. and stuff. But so, so what do we want to talk about next podcast? Uh, there's so much to cover, Lori. There's just so much. You guys let us know what you want to hear. Uh, we'll put yeah, it out I'm there. I'm going to post something on Instagram probably tomorrow. So, you know, be on the lookout. But, Sarisa, I want to say thank you so much for coming and sharing your experiences and being vulnerable on the show because yes. you really gave a lot of details that, you know, you really didn't have to, you know. But I appreciate always your honesty. You're such an amazing vibe and such a good trainer. Ladies, I'm going to say it one more time. Theresa's the bomb. So if you want to get fit for 2023, follow her. She's on my page. <laughs> Where do we follow Ada, you? Ada, you're gonna do the virtual. Yes, right? virtual we're gonna we're gonna commit here on air to. Yeah, I'm gonna commit. Let's do it. I have a bad knee though. <laughs> oh my god, I have a bad knee, and she's good. No, she's really yeah. good, and she's very caring. That's awesome. very important in queer dating as well, <laughs> but. <laughs> Just overall, as a person, being a caring person is something really important. And she cares very much of how she goes about things because she'll abuse me. She kills me at the gym, but she does care enough that she doesn't abuse me that much. I just want to give a shout out to the New York Sports Club on Westchester in the Bronx. Um, there was a, a little. It closed down. No That's way. Let me yes, tell you about let me tell you about this little Teresa who used to work there, Italian little girl. She was like really skinny, really small, obviously, uh, Pilates instructor. And she made me cry. And then I tried to leave. She's like, Where are you going? <laughs> Go back. And like, oh no, she was like, get back in that class. Okay, well, there I did. we go. I got I'm giving a shout out 
to Sarisa, who works out in Long Beach, but she'll do her thing. And, and you know, I, I give her a shout out. <laughs> keep kicking ass. Keep kicking ass. Where but, do we um, find you? On Instagram, uh, C-R-I-Z-A underscore fitness is life. Why did you have to think about that? <laughs> I saw I you forget. struggle there for a second. Because I forget. <laughs> I don't really pay. I don't know. Like, I don't pay attention. My my Instagram has been the same since I don't even know how long. Well, add the sh- uh, links to the show notes so you guys can just go ahead and click and link and uh, you don't have to worry about the spelling. Uh, just, just tap it, <laughs> tap it, tap it, tap it, tap it. Good. And we'll put her on um, Instagram for sure. Thank you so much, Teresa. Guys, let us know what you want to hear. Don't forget to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to us. Uh, we're out on uh, Pandora, um, iHeartRadio, Audible, Amazon Music. Uh, give us a like, subscribe. Uh, some ratings would be great. Um, and um, I'm gonna get them at my next party. <laughs> right and don't forget communication is not always comfortable but it is growth okay fine <laughs> and it's good you know the worst that can happen in a conversation of communication is somebody is not happy with what you said but you're no longer holding on to it and you were open and you were honest and you cannot be wrong for being honest in any way shape or form There you guys have it, guys. Until next time. Adios. Good night.